there and an awesome show is brought to you by slow coast studios wichita's home for epks live recording podcasts really any audio visual stuff that you might need get with pk pest management for all of your pest control needs 316-305-7108 for any termite inspections or anything under the sun we'll take care of any problem that you have sacred leaf is wichita's favorite cbd store they grow their own fields out in colorado they make a lot of their own products stop by see nikki tell them aaron and austin sent you get with jealous kitchen they are turning mondays into taco tuesdays over there at the shamrock pop-up we love everything that jealous it's like is a doing. taco tuesday pregame they got fried tacos that they do all the time with this and really good like pineapple salsa pineapple uh it's pretty fire like uh, yeah. yeah i'll do this fire Make sure you get out to Diaper Jam 2024 this year. We've moved locations. We're not at Champs this year. We're moving over to Bourbon Street. We're going to have a great time. We're on 420 this year. So come out. We're going to have vendors. There's going to be food. We're going to have tons of bands. There'll be plenty of people announced coming up. Make sure that you come out to Diaper Jam. All you need to bring is a package of diapers from the tiniest ones to adult diapers. It doesn't matter. Bring a package of diapers. It gets you in the door for all days worth of fun. The whole thing benefits uh, Wichita Children's Home, so dig deep. Aaron Austin Show will be out there advertising and promoting and talking to everybody so come say hi yeah we're going to be live on location all day long podcasting while the while the concerts are going on while the while the fun's going on while the vendors are out there so make sure you get out and support it all there in an awesome show wants to give a huge shout out to eddie at wichita by eb go check out his podcast the editorial check out all, all the stuff he's doing for food trucks he releases a list of where the food trucks are going to be he releases a list of where the bands are going to be playing just an amazing dude go support him find wichita by eb support him however you can damn jam 2024 the biggest lake party in kansas we have brantley gilbert uh stone temple pilots demon jones wheeler walker jr up church and joe d messina so it's going to be a killer lineup more to come a uh, bunch of locals popping up on that there's a whole beach party stage we haven't announced an act on yeah and they, we've got just so much going on at that show make sure that you're going to be out there it's july 19th and 20th this year out at lake afton get your tickets as early as you can there's going to be more announcements more people coming out there doing two stages this year the aaron and austin show is going to be in the vip section podcasting live at the lodge all weekend long it's going to be a blast there's going to be camping there's going to be dad bot contest there is going to be a car show shenanigans 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 awesome. make sure that uh, uh that you get your vip ticket if you want to come holler at the aaron and austin show we're going to be there all the time having a great time the vip ticket really is worth it oh I mean, yeah the, that air conditioned bar last year oh, was about the best clutchest thing out. i've ever oh, been involved God. in so and, and if you want to camp they got plenty of camping accommodations um they got just so much going on out there this is going to be the biggest party in the city coming up so make sure that you support the damn jam Uh, special That's shout awesome. out to uh, JLS Kitchen. They're getting back going um, on January 1st. Uh, they are official sponsor for the month of January, so I want to give them a, a, a full shout out if you want to get out there and try that uh, pineapple pico that he's got going on on them fried tacos on Monday nights out there at the Shamrock Pop-Up. Make sure you get over to that. Um, we're wrapping up heavy metal fucking holidays with Odds Against. We got the whole fucking band in here today. <laughs> yeah. So we're having so, a good time. Uh, we want to say we want to take a quick moment. We're not going to drain on it, but I do want to say... Uh, by the time this comes out, they are pulling a good friend of ours off uh, life support on Friday, yeah. and uh, that this will come out after that. And we want to say uh, nothing, nothing but thanks to uh, Jason Wynn and everything he's done 
for me and this podcast and yeah, our friends sure. and the music industry and just everybody. Um, the man was a, nothing but a treat to be around. So I'll drink to that. I will, I will uh, do a shout out to uh, rest in peace to Jason Wynn. Um, one, one of my favorites. He supported everybody. Man, he, he really did. Without, without hesitation, without cause, without asking for anything back, he was always one of those guys that will make it happen. And I love a dude that will say, let's make it happen. That, those are my favorite kind of people. Not This is not, don't give me a bunch of excuses why we can't do shit. Fuck that. Let's make it happen. So a big shout out to him. And, and, a, and, a, and I hope everyone had a great holidays. Where, uh, I hope you had a safe and uh, fun New Year's Eve. So, uh Shout out Word. to everybody on that one. That's that's all the intro I got for today. So. <laughs> now we're here with Odds Against today? Yes, we are. Yep. Oh, we yeah, are here man. with Odds Against, doing everything Odds Against, doing everything Heavy Metal Holidays this week. So why don't you, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourself, tell us kind of what you do in the band. Yeah, give everybody give everybody a shout. I'm Smashly, I'm lead vocals. I'm Greg, guitar and backup vocals. Come on in, everybody. You got to come in for this one. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> oh, you I'm, can John on the drums. And you can and you can move that mic. That mic moves pretty I'm well, Andrew. so does that one. I'm Andrew, I complain about everything. <laughs> so the bassist? <laughs> I'm Toby, bass player. Nice. We nice. bass players here at this show. So how long has this current uh, setup been together? Like I know you guys have got at least four albums that I could see that I was listening to today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that the album that is currently out is half her singing and half the last lead singer. Mm-hmm. Yes. So un- unpack that for us a little bit. Um, well, he ended up moving away, and I have been... <laughs> right after we recorded. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and our, do we, Jason is the old lead singer? I don't, he, I don't know him personally. I was but. so sad, man, because he was so killer. Yeah. Um, but then, hey, what's up? Yeah, so, yeah. so so, were you going to be involved in the band before Jason left, or maybe do a dual lead singer thing? Or is this did, did he leave and they filled with you? Or how'd that Actually, I, I've been family with all these guys right. for a really long time, and I was just a super fan. You know, at front, up front at every show, nice. screaming all Paid the words. Off. Yeah, and now here I am, you know? Yeah. That's how it worked, don't, so... Don't Oh yeah, yeah. So she had been brought up on the stage as like a kind of special guest thing. Yeah. yeah at a couple and you knew of all shows. the fucking lyrics and everything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so be, way to be prepared for your fucking moment. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. So let's 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 back up a little bit. Did you have any singing experience prior to joining Odds Against? Were you in a band yes. or anything like that? Yes. So tell us how that all started. Um I was in a band called Dread Star Rising, um, uh, with Dan Homeyer and um, Merle and Joel Hesser. And Shout out to all those guys. Yes, they're all awesome. They're all still going. Um, yeah, I was a lead vocalist for them for a while, and then, you know, it just we parted our ways, and I thought maybe I needed to have something different, and they were going a different direction, so I just... Was that I, original music, too? With yes. The, yeah, yeah, we have no covers I with that, that one. I love that about you guys. I always say bands break up, musicians move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it shit I dissolves. I mean, like you guys, I guarantee bands, you guys have all been in the music industry for a long fucking time. You guys oh, yeah. have been doing this for a yeah. long time. How they many have years? the long most. history here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, re- I was reading your guys' bio on your website, and you guys, whoever takes care of your uh, website and all of your songs that's listed on your shit is doing a great job. Like, you make my job easy. But it was nice <laughs> to know that you guys have all been in bands since the 90s, and you guys have got this, mm-hmm. this band has kind of been together since 2011. Mm-hmm. So there's been, a, there's been a lot going on. I mean, there's a there's lot to unpack here. Me, John, and Andy are the the founders of it really yeah nice. so how did all how that start is that the two is that 2011 when you guys yes. all kind of got together from there so yes. if you guys want to unpack what your 
history before that and how it came to that. How much time we got? We got, dude. That's all we're here. That's all, that's all we're here for. That's all we're fucking here for. So, uh, is you guys? So start off with start off with contact was pull it, pull it, get, well, take him this. He can have that. Yeah, come on. Well, actually, it started before that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I moved here in '96. Uh, I joined a band called Noise and Groove, oh, yeah. and I happened to be working with uh, one of Andy's cousins, and she told me about Andy. So, actually, Andy's the first one I met. I don't even remember when or where, but I know it's because of his cousin. And then Wayne, I met Wayne too, which they all put in. John played in Yuck Man back in the day. And then Yuck Man played a show with Indignity, which was the band I did after Noise and Groove. That was actually Yuck Man's last show, right? Yeah. So can we find <laughs> can we find music on all these bands? Is it out there for Yuck um, Man and Indignity and all this? I think Ricky's got <laughs> it really hard. Doesn't Ricky? <laughs> yeah. Ricky's got Yuck Man. He's got Indignity. Uh, Soylent uh, Green what? before Yuck Man. Soylent yeah, Soylent Green, yeah. and then it changed to Yuck Man. I remember playing with Noise and Groove uh, when I was playing in O'Phil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I remember a, like we did a yeah. we did a bunch of shows together. Yeah. On, on that like T ninety five stages. Everybody always mixed me Stuff and like Alex that. up. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And, I can see that. And actually. then it was then it was Ladio and Jeff Butler too. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we are different people. <laughs> We're not, I don't know. Do have you guys been seen in the same room together? Uh yeah. Well, we've, I know we've, a, we've all played shows together. I know so. there's a one guy, West Westcote, and another, and just Dustin Crutcher that are parading as yeah. two people. Yeah, Butler was original odds mm-hmm. against baseball. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. So so, how long has the odds odds against name been around? Is that since 2011? Is that when yeah. that started? Yep. Nice, oh, nice. Yep. Who come yeah. up with that? Who's Cause Andy, it's a good name. Andy. Actually, it was Tim. Wasn't it was Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Another bass player who's We've not with us. There's a if you put against in the name, like there's you're up against a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was starting with Rage Against the Machine was well, one of my as he was saying. Yuck man, soil green, whatever, and everything fizzled out. Yeah. And then, yeah, John joined Indignity because our original drummer, he was in the Air Force here, and then he went back home. Oh, well, yeah, that shit happens. So, yeah. and then that kind of fizzled out, kind of. I tried to keep it going. John and uh, a friend of ours, Carmen, started Contact, and Andy was in it, too. Well, not originally, not but... Originally. Like I said, it's it's long history. Here. Yeah, that's how right. bands, bands sometimes look like family trees. So when it, when you have these when you have these deep family trees like that, how much when the band changes names and maybe a bassist moves on or a drummer moves on, do you pull that music from those bands and manipulate it and turn it into something new? Well, do you actually, use it a lot, or do you just move on and write new shit? Actually, that's how Odds Against started. Uh, originally, I was joining these guys in Contact, uh, but then uh, Scott, who was the bass player for Contact at the time. Ended up dropping out, and John was the only original member. And if I remember right, John said, "Let's just start something brand new," because he was just kind of scrapping. He was the only one left. I think that's. I get that. I get that though. I mean, that's a. And that's that's how Odds Against started. Nice. So we had to fulfill some obligations on Contact. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did the last two shows with Contact as Contact, but and then oh, because you had some some shit booked as Contact. Yeah, Yeah, that's all. Of course. Means I'm back in contact. <laughs> so they've started up again? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is this an official release? Does anybody know no, about this? No, no. Uh, oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah, we got an album out. So, you had got, so there's two bands in the room. Yeah. 
We got con- all same members. All same members, except, except for one. except for me, except for you. <laughs> yeah. who, 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 who sings in Contact? I do. Great. You do, okay. and I don't play guitar in that. We got another guitar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So that's a five piece too, as well. Yes. So you move to lyrics in that band, Contact, and you have a guitar come in taking your spot. Yes. Okay. Right. Cool. Right. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. This is all original music, huh? Yep. So who's so what's this is always my favorite question. Who's writing all this shit? Uh, we all do. <laughs> Me and Andy probably have the most uh, influence, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. But we all contribute. Come up with a riff and I throw a beat behind it and we find yeah. a bridge and we got a song. Is that is that usually yeah, is yeah. that usually kind of how the process goes? Yeah, we go yeah, we go music to lyrics, Start not lyrics most to music. Of the time, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. So, yeah. so I'm that mm-hmm. asshole in the practice room to where I'm like, all right, we got it. We got it trim some fat man let's look at the structure here let's uh do this and then we'll put the bridge here and we'll move things over like is, is that you guys or are you guys yeah, pretty yeah. organic pretty raw bridge, bridge is the bridge hardest part to come up with but mm-hmm. once we got that don't bridge, even fucking write one man like yeah, yeah let's, got a bridge, i got a blues song. band i'm like yeah i don't even fucking write a bridge for this <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so yeah, as, yeah. A non-musician, as a non musician, as a non musician in the room, we got those people that are watching as well. Why is the bridge so hard to write? What what makes that so difficult? It's a it's a. I always looked at it as like a reprieve from the song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the song goes this way, carries you back and all of a sudden we just throw this in here just uh, to kind of take you somewhere else real quick, so that we can bring you back really fast. Exactly. So can we can, we can make br- I mean? can we make bridgeless songs and not have a conscious? In the blues, it's yeah. like that. Man. <laughs> yeah, in the blues, shit. I'll write a blues song with one chord. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> 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 I don't even care. Uh, What's that, John? I'm sorry. That's one of my specialties. I'd be oh, good okay. on bridges. Oh, okay. John's He's super like low in the headset. Yeah. He's super like lo-fi or something. You're not even turned down though. Yeah, I didn't turn him down today either. So John's having a good week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's Christmas. I figured I could give him yeah, a little something. Yeah, no shit, no shit, no shit. <laughs> so the bridges are a little bit difficult, huh? Well, they're different, man. And, yeah. but, but it's okay to have a bridgeless song? I think so. We can just like throw that shit out the window or what? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so like in your yeah. guys' current setup, do you guys write lyrics for her? Does she or does she get the lyrics part of it and she gets to run with that or like how's that go? We pretty much let her do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. How do you like but we, that? I love it. Lots of creative um, freedom. How long does it take you to bang out a song? Is it a It depends on how mad I am or how sad I am. Right? <laughs> um <laughs> usually Which feels your feeling today. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they call me. That works in a metal band, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that works. If you listen to seen her live, it's like... Wow. I have. I've seen you guys live. Yeah, I mean... It's not this. Yeah, it cracks me up to listen we to her speak because it's like so soft. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, st- hey, step this way just a touch so you're not in front of that camera. Oh, that yeah, one. there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, yeah. Better, John? Yeah. yeah. John's yelling at me. We'll still put some input every once in a while. Usually on a backup. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you sing backup vocals? Yeah. It's sweet. Yep. Nice. Andy, too. Yep. So, so, every, so it's nice. You got, I mean, you guys got a full yeah. fucking set. Toby used to, but we fired him. <laughs> so you don't get a mic anymore. I remember that day. That's, that's happened to, to people. Yeah. <laughs> So what's what are you guys doing right now? Are you guys booking shows? Or are we are recording music? Because that that album with her came out in twenty one. Uh, yeah, twenty one. So yes. like, do you guys have like a do you guys have like a, a time period on what you want to do? Or are you, are you just kind of we just kind of go see how it, it comes and yeah. see what happens. I mean, that's, yeah. see when you can so like doing, getting ready for shows. And we got time to write. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's kind of what we're fighting. Well, I mean, we don't have anything booked right now, so well, it's everybody's kind of it's everybody's kind of like entering time. the writing yeah. process mm-hmm. now. That's what the winter. <laughs> that's what winter time is best for, man. Yeah, Just yeah. Go well, inside. I mean, it, a I mean bit. that's kind of is because I mean everything takes a little bit of a slowdown, and you get fucking it's yeah. dark at five thirty. It's like a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it's, it, it gets that way. Well, we got uh, hopefully, hopefully. I don't know. We haven't talked about it yet here on this uh, on this brilliant show we do. Um, well, hopefully, we got a new uh, place coming. Oh, working on uh, really. The, the Big Arbor joint has been bought by Kayla Mertes, and she's gonna she is gonna put on quite a bit of shows there. I think she can make it happen. I think the jukebox just quite hit. Yeah. We seen you guys j- crammed in the jukebox. It's it's a yeah. spot, but it's a tight. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. tight in there. And you guys, I mean, as we we walked in right as you guys had finished um, the last time you guys played at the jukebox, we were we were there like we showed up like five minutes after you guys yeah. got done, and, the, and you could tell that you guys had just blew the fucking doors off of that joint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was sweaty in there coming in. So um, we actually walked into a proposal, I think, at the end of that. Oh, for Raven. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that night. We walked into yeah. someone had just been proposed to. Mm-hmm. We did. We had missed that. Yeah, we had missed that, but yeah, they had to be to propose. I've been married before, so <laughs> but you know, I hope it all works out for them. Um, but yeah, so if we get that uh, big arbor joint right there next to Caesars, that place has got some potential. I think it's yeah, I, and I, I ain't so. the first one to say this, and I ain't seen a bunch of people buy it and it fail like a motherfucker. But what do you think? You think that place can survive with uh, good uh, good metal and everything it's, coming into it, that place? It, it's like this, man. They have to make themselves a destination bar because already you have Caesars. And Caesars has the history, has the clientele already. Oh, Caesars has quietly the watched the demise of every bar next door. So you're not going to make it in that place as just a bar. Yeah, just, okay. a, just you, a karaoke slash to, dive bar. You're not, you can't do that. You have there. to become a destination, man. Whether you become Wichita's new home for metal. Or just, I think it's going to be more home for... some hip-hop. Maybe you... Have Cajun food? Every, well, every, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like every time it's niche, been a place, maybe. it's been one thing. There you go. You know? Like it was a hip-hop nightclub bar when it was a caboose. And it was like, yeah. a, it's never been like kind of what Kayla would bring to the, you know, right. a little bit of everybody. Yeah. From easy Kayla. listening to heavy metal. And, right there yeah. They and, have Kayla. and they have Kayla. And just being nice. She's a great promoter. She's a good bar owner. There are celebrity bartenders in town. Well, she's, I, I think she's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. She's on the short list. She's on the top five of the short list of the best ones too in town. I'd say Alex Boo. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, she just came back to bartending. She yeah. just has a following, like you wouldn't believe. Elisa over there at Whiskey Dicks is one of the better ones, yep. and Brandy, both of them. And Celeste, whenever she, wherever she's working, Celeste around, Mount. And yeah, there's yeah. a few, um, you know, Chelsea at Rusty Nails and other, you know, there's a lot of good bartenders in this town for sure. But Kayla can make that work. And that'd be, yeah. and like, so. he's got a stage for that place. Like, if, yeah, there's like some it's, there's some fun out. we can have in that joint, I think. I think we can. Like I can, I can see that place being a, eventually the diaper jam joint, because yeah. you guys have always been part of that. I love the diaper jam. So I, I want, that's a good. What a great segue that was. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to bring that up because we're moving to Bourbon Street this year. I'm excited. It's Big gonna location. be a fucking blast this year at Bourbon Street, guys. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah, and how long have you guys been a part of that? Uh, we've done the last Both. three. I think. Three. I think. Yeah. yeah. The last nice. Three years. And, and, and anybody who doesn't know, we'll give them another plug. They're an uh, official sponsor of ours. Um, get out to Diaper Jam on 420 this year. We're going to be at Bourbon Street. Um, you guys are you guys are playing again against this year. I'm sure I've already seen this. Well, you guys are traditional. Uh, you guys yeah. played it like damn near every. I know that Nicole says. Well, I know that when I when we I know they haven't like officially made the list, but when I saw the list of the bands, you guys were on it. And Tiffany and Nicole, yes. So 
So it's it, that, yeah, you, you asked it inside or outside. I think they're doing two stages this year. Yeah, and really? All, and it all depends. Well, it all depends Ooh. on again. It decide. all depends on what the weather we get on four twenty. Of course. Of Hopefully, course, we, so. if we get the good weather, there's a lot we can do. They can do that. I mean, we That's can get so crazy exciting. in that back. In, yeah. in the initial meeting that we were at, they were talking about two states. Yeah. So, and well, we're going to be there podcasting all fucking day long. So we'll be there hanging out. So come and come and kick it. Yeah, it's for all yeah. on four twenty. That's Andy's birthday. Oh, your, yeah. your birthday's yeah. April twentieth. Twenty first. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah. So we'll, we'll party. We'll party. We will party yeah, yeah. into your birthday. <laughs> so you were late, but you showed up. But it's a sa- yeah. it's a fucking Saturday too. So I mean, we're we're four twenty lands on a Saturday. Uh, diaper jam. We got uh, odds against who's been there forever. I know time and space is going to be involved in that, and I'll just wreck all her announcements. But because uh, <laughs> I ha ha, I saw the paper. <laughs> but uh, that's going to be that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a real fun one. So make sure you bring out diapers to that because they're a big sponsor for us. So again, we got we got since two thousand one or, or twenty one was our last uh, album, mm-hmm. and we're and we're touring and stuff. So when do we do we have any? Like stuff in the works. Is there any few tracks here and there coming, maybe, or what's go- what's what's going on? We've with you guys got right a now? few yeah. new songs that aren't recorded. Yeah, but we need to do some more writing. Mm-hmm. Do, so when you guys have songs like that, um, do you do you like practice them on stage, or is that something you only do in rehearsal, or like what's that do when you're trying to put together a new song? Uh, whenever it's ready, we'll play it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we don't try to hide anything. So like, <laughs> so like if you're Doing a set like you know shortly after and you got a song that you're wanting to put, it's why not try it on stage kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like why not? Do you tell you the know? crowd or do you keep it a secret? Do you just play it and not say anything, or do you guys like this is a new one? I usually say it's a new one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you want banter. You want to talk to the crowd. You want, you know, Which I've gotten yeah. significantly better at, if yeah. I do say so myself. Do you have a strategy. <laughs> well, I would tell every just be fucking weird. I would tell every lead singer they don't do it enough, and I know some of them hate it. Uh, like uh, some do, there is some that you know. I mean, if I was a lead some singer, that don't shut up. Yeah, I mean, if I was a lead singer, if I was a lead singer, you guys would be like, Jesus, just play the song. <laughs> but like, it's not even that. Like, it's a lot of them fail to like reintroduce your band after every couple songs because you have people that walk in the door that didn't know you. Yeah, and I'm guilty ago. of that for sure. So I, I try to tell lead singers, hey man, you know, especially if you're, especially anybody that plays at Kirby's, let everybody know there that you're. Playing for tips every couple like, songs. Every, like couple every couple songs. Like most people don't know that. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people that go to Kirby's have no fucking idea, and you tell them they pay for tips. And then well, the pay- last couple of shows that we've seen at Kirby's, they never said the name. Never, of the never. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. We watched three. We yeah. watched three acts in a row that didn't even say the name. They of never said the group. name of their band. <laughs> I just like at least so, started so I, out. So now I have no idea who you are. So your biggest tool of promotion, word of mouth, moot yeah. point. Yeah, You're dead in the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so, you can't even direct people to their music. Yeah, I, I don't even know who the fuck I just saw and loved. I loved them. They were amazing. There was a couple that way, too. And yeah, there was a couple that way. I have no idea who the hell you were. So how did you... Did, so <laughs> a lot of singers, I want to ask you this. Did, did you Were you nervous to talk into the mic, but you're not as nervous to sing into it? Um. Well, I was like a deer caught in headlights for my first time. So typically my banter and, and whatnot wasn't the best... Um, but Don't you feel like awkward a bit? Super awkward. I feel like uh, like everybody's looking at me. <laughs> like, but then I just started just you know just being my weird, quirky self yeah. when I can be, you know, and that's just how I roll, and that's what I feel comfortable with. As you as a lead singer, how's it for you? Same same question. Do you 
you know, address the crowd? Is that something you just sing your songs or what's your style? Um, I don't talk a whole lot. I mean, he didn't know what to do with go, his hands. Yeah. Being a <laughs> guitarist, bass player, I'm like, do you ever catch yourself like, I, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll use that mic chord as, uh, as an instrument. But. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. So, so play guitar, but don't even plug it in. Just have something to do. You know? Give me an acoustic. Does that feel metal with, wood block something Does that feel weird for you when you're singing and don't have a bass in your hand a little bit? I don't do it. I've seen you do it a little oh, well. bit. A little bit. Yeah, you've seen me karaoke really drunk. That, that was, was just, yeah. so funny. <laughs> Still was funny. Oh, and I do get into it then. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think finding your finding Reach for the clouds. I right. mean, and finding your <laughs> finding your zone is a tough thing, especially when you got like you guys are a five piece, so most of the stages in Wichita are tight. Yeah. Like so, you got, we're not small guys either. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like it's tight. You're trying to you know not trip over a goddamn thing up there for sure. I mean, what's your guys' favorite venue to play at here in Wichita? I like Kirby's. Kirby's, really? Yeah, yeah. But like that outdoor stage. Yes, well, yeah. that yeah, outdoor that, stage yeah. is. Awesome. Sounds killer too. It, 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 what's that? The wave is, yeah, yeah, wave is pretty indoor cool. Indoor or outdoor? Both, really. I like. I both. never played the outdoor stage. Yeah, we only played indoor. Though they treat you right though. Yeah, they, yeah do, they, do. they do. They do. And shout out to I wish it. the green room wasn't right on stage, man, because I popped out of that green room. Like, <laughs> Our green room oh, was across was the, the back side of the fucking. Oh, <laughs> I see. The only green room I've ever been in is that one right in that little like closet right there off the stage. Right yeah. There. <laughs> That's like what this, I'm talking about. Yeah, I was at the merch bit, so I didn't care. <laughs> nice. And you guys have had merch for a hot minute. You, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah we've got a whole lot of merch. I, so I, who, desi- who designed your guys' merch? Um, usually I'll put it together. Um, either I'll just throw something together or I've got a nephew who's done some artwork for us. And, no, nice. And he'll do some stuff no, for us. I, I love your logo. It's like the Alpha Omega. Is what I like. <laughs> well, in all of your guys', yeah. I will say, and, and not to poke fun, because we always going to do it a little bit. You guys are always, shit's always readable. <laughs> like, it's it's not a Warshak test or a fucking out of control thorn. It's, yeah, it's yeah we, have, we have a joke about the thorn bush, Warshak <laughs> test. Uh, and I, and, it, well, and I, and I, and I love the heavy metal community because they're one of the most supportive communities in Especially this town. In they really are. Yeah. Yeah. But you, sometimes you look at a flyer and you're like, what the fuck is, <laughs> like, I can't read any of this. And then you can sort of, you can slowly break it down if you care enough, but your guys' shit's always clean and crisp and yeah. nice and easy to read. And it's like, oh, thank you. Bold and able to read it. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> and that's what I always say. I, I always tell. Important, uh, well, I always tell anybody if you're making a flyer, you're making anything. You can make it as crazy as you want, but I better know where it is, what time it is, how much it is, and all yeah, that shit yeah, instantly. Yeah. Then everything else you can make as crazy as you fucking want, but like yeah, you know, make yeah. sure that the information's there. Yep, <laughs> for sure. So how much how much <clears throat> stuff is contact on? What's what's what do you how do you guys? How do you guys drug? You guys want to talk about it? Oh fuck off! Yeah. Sure. How do you how do you guys uh? You don't have, you guys can do whatever you need to do if you guys want to switch, switch out or whatever. You don't have to, but it's whatever you guys want. So what is uh like? How do you juggle between the two bands? We call each other every Wednesday or Friday and say who's practicing. Who's practicing? <laughs> are we doing contact this week? Or are we doing what's happening? <laughs> You can make Come that go on, down too. There's a hy- there's a hydraulic <laughs> on that. Yeah, there's on, a hydraulic on that. Bad boy. Just bring the mic to you. It's got switches. Yeah, it's got switches. Yeah. It's the only one I haven't broke yet. Switches My fat ass has broke all three of the other ones. <laughs> I put a I put some pressure on a chair. Just, just, just bring the mic to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll unwrap contact a little bit. This is basically the same band for the most part, minus another guitarist that's not yeah. currently like here. Your rings, yep. brother. Those are nice. Yeah, those there are cool. Go. Who's the Who's the guitarist that's not here? I may, I think we said it once, but Marco Bra. Oh, nice. He's play a bass for Mo Down before they 
took off to Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, juggling two bands has got to be a little difficult, especially two bands with original content. So, like, what's the process on this band? Pretty much kind of the same same, same, same shit? And so, do you guys practice with both bands each week, or do we, like, how do you split that time? Like, Alternate days. Really? Yeah. Nice. We used to try practice three times a week. Oz Gist did, like, if you showed up, didn't show up, you was in trouble. <laughs> we did that for shit. Eight we years. used to threaten push-ups, but so so how does that, I'll even I, he does a lot of rehearsals and even John does like how does that go when people fucking miss rehearsal like is that you know it doesn't like go well so yeah. like I, most um, pe- all most, the other guys sit there and talk shit on you well most of us don't realize most of us don't realize how much you guys actually fucking practice we, we all got time you know well, we all we all have uh, a certain amount of time limited time at that and so when I take time out of my day to make rehearsal and you just fucked it off. For like dinner with your girlfriend or some shit like that, like that. Uh, God yeah. damn it, you know. What I'm so saying? how so how many like okay so how long before a, 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 an a band member is missing rehearsals before you're like let's fuck this guy? You can yeah take your call, bro. Yeah, take take your call, man. Jeez, you're okay. Especially if it's something important. Hey, are they cool? Put them on the mic, man. Yeah, we've we've had this. We've, yeah. we've had some people on. We talked. Who did we talk to? CJ from uh, some shit like that. CJ from Hardwood Cherry. Was who yeah, we something to like on, that on, on the phone. So. Aaron, same question to you, and I want to hear what you guys all have to say about this. Like, how many fucking rehearsals are you missing before I'm like, man, fuck this guy? Like, how does it, is that, is that a thing? Like, well, we haven't had to have, to have that uh, happen we've yet. We've been together for yeah. years, so. So you yeah. haven't really had to deal with we're it? All pretty, yeah, we're all yeah that's dedicated. good. I, I, I will say that. I like, think it um, depends on what the excuse was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. Is it so, reasonable? Yeah. 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 Is it, yeah okay. And it depends on frequency of how far you fuck me off. It doesn't even have to be yeah. like, you're missing rehearsal. Like, okay, dude. If you miss a rehearsal a month, and you're the last one to every fucking gig, and you got the most to say when we're sitting here recording about somebody's part, and you got to like, you know, <laughs> and what you're saying? not helping unload and load. The more of this shit, the more of this shit I gotta say, you better at least be holding your like, part down. Man, you better fucking right? tread lightly. Yeah, you, you gotta know? carry your weight. Like I feel like yeah. in every, like, like even us, we do a podcast. We have a band. Like everybody's got to do their fucking part. Yeah. So, so, so a, a, a band actually to me is a very unique. A, a very unique thing, okay? Because only in a band do we have uh, a creative thing that we have to talk about and agree on and figure out, you know. But we have a business thing that we're trying to do, you know. At, at some point, money is involved. We got to split that shit, you know. 100%. And then, and then there becomes like a family dynamic because I'm hanging out with you more than my dog, man. And like, <laughs> okay, so 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 now we have this family dynamic going on. And if you've ever toured with the band. That family dynamic really gets there because now I gotta tell you to wash your ass. Like I don't want to smell you to eight hours in a fucking van, bro. So, so, so you don't wash your ass. I'm pissed at you today. You know what I mean? Like that's how that happens. Or you don't do your sock laundry and shit. Well, I'm just fucking saying. You know, there, there's so many different um, levels. Relationships, to, yeah, there's actually, levels, a lot of levels. There's, there's stacked up relationships in a band that get very. Well, that's very why it's hard to keep sometimes. them together. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is. It's very. That's it's well. It's magic. nice when you guys so find. Like, well, well, it's nice when you guys find a core this of friends that like you can trust. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you find a like a core of friends that you can trust and you can do multiple creative things with, you know, you guys can do, mm-hmm. get to do contact. Well, just, <clears> just and, yeah, and talk honestly. Awesome. To, talk honestly to and be like, hey man, that fucking baseline ain't working, bro. Like, uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the Toby. guitars are really chunky. <laughs> you're just over here holding notes. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't fucking know what to do here. But, and that's uh, a good thing with us. We we've all known each other for. 20 years and, and that's what I'm yeah. saying we have to be able to creatively kind of come at each other in a band and and, and we do it in our podcast yeah. you know what I'm saying like oh, yeah. 
there are there's there's levels that we have to respect and we have to operate on. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And sometimes I, I'm you your friend. Sh- I'm your family member. I'm your too. fucking <laughs> boss. I'm your employee. And your uh, and your you know, and your support system too, because yeah. sometimes you need to be pushed. You know, you get, everybody gets stagnant in their art yep. a little bit, or or hooked on something, or hooked. I don't. You know, I don't. Again, I don't play music. I don't know if you get hooked on a riff or hooked on a certain style the way you play drums or how that works. But like, you, we've got so many songs that sound the fucking same. We always like, we're like, we got a new song. We're, oh, we're fuck. ripping that off sounds our like old another songs. song. Switch instruments. <laughs> yeah, that switch wow. instruments. One to the right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like a switch like a carousel. It. Yeah, we switch instruments. See what that sounds like. We've talked about doing that actually. Well, you guys are probably all talented enough that you can do it. I mean, you guys have all played in bands forever. So, when did before the odds against? Where did each of you unpack where you got your start in the music industry? Where, where you guys have been in it for a long time? So, where did you really? Where did where did land? Did you come out of high school playing in the band, or like what? How did all how did it all come from there? Where, where's the where's the very beginning? I'm sure, of it's guys different doing? stories, different yeah, things here. Well, sure. Toby and I are related, so we've been jamming together since we started playing our instruments. Oh, yeah. oh really? And then, you know, that was all through high school and stuff. And then I started jamming with Greg Marshall from Steven Shore. And then Brian Patrick, who's the singer from Nilla Road, he was a drummer for us, and we had a little punk, punk '80s fucking death metal band because I was a death metal head back yeah. then. And nice, nice three-piece conglomeration called Infernal Noise, and that was different. Really, and I started doing that in like '92. I, lo- I love all the old school <laughs> names of all the bands when people that started in. Well, and and, and uh, people don't people don't understand how big Manila Road really actually. Yeah. yeah, got they were huge. <laughs> like they were fucking yeah. big ass band. All right, we'll unpack that to our our to our um, audience. So, so, so Manila Road, I mean, you, you probably know better than I do, but uh, Manila Road, they were an older, they were like kicking ass back in the eighties, touring fucking Europe. Manila Road they were or Manila, 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 like a Manila folder, like it was Manila Road. They're they were still doing it. Mark walked off stage. They were playing in Europe, and yeah. God, when he got done off stage, had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? That was five years ago, six years ago. So the lead singer walked off stage and had a guitar player. Guitar. Oh, a guitar player. Yeah. Mark uh, Shelton, I believe. Mark Shelton, yeah. He's uh, the grandfather of metal in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he so he, he died doing what he loved? Yeah. Walked right off stage and his fucking heart gave out? Yeah. 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 Festival That's show. oddly poetic. His heart had the good grace to wait until the fucking show was right. done. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Would you? Okay, so would you guys have rather died out there on the stage or while you're walking off? I'd rather be immortal, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you have to pick one, no, though, that's how you become immortal, be brother. That's right. how you become. Be immortal. off stage because you don't want to fuck the song up. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You don't want to like fall into the crowd. Yeah. With your dying breath, you'd hate to piss your bass player off. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah and then when you feel like an ass, you're like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, oh, oh fuck bitch. your dad. Oh, God, that'd be awkward. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. So his, I mean, not to poke fun, but he that is absolutely kind of like super poetic. Yeah, for and, him and, to walk the, off stage and pass away, I mean, I don't know if you could write that better. The, those guys sounds were, like a documentary needs to be done. He about was this a guy. badass person too. Yeah, yeah I, I I didn't know him or I haven't heard of him, but it would. I mean, that sounds like a cool story. You should feel ashamed of yourself. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, you should go home and do some research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't grow up playing music, man. I don't. Vanilla Rose, music. like yeah. they got Deado started. You know, yeah. they were been around since before. See, Deado was one, like my first introduction to really, uh, like local music. Well, they would show up at the, actually right here at this on behind this, uh, uh, well, it's uh, like over there. Behind this, behind this, uh, this dog and dog shake, and shake is, is the old warehouse. skate park that mm-hmm. used to be right here. Yeah. And I had seen Dead Okrasha play I played there. Played there with Noise and Goose. Really? Yeah. Have yeah. you guys? Yeah. Have, yeah, it was a, it was a like a wild fucking place for '90s kids to go hang out over here. And this is that's where I saw a lot of 
like until then I was only exposed to the national music scene. Like he, and like mm-hmm. this as a venue, I didn't even realize that we showed up there to skate and like dead orchestra and a few other people were playing. I was like, Holy shit. And they took over the, the pipe up top and made it into a mm-hmm. stage. And it was fucking cool. So that was, uh, it was really cool that we actually ended up being by here. Cause that was always kind of a weird staple to this town. Was that not many people even remember that was a fucking skate park, but, Mm-hmm. And that they used to even put, I don't even know if they had an event license or what they did, but they probably used to put, not. But they, <laughs> back in the day, it wasn't they put, they put on like pirate concerts, man, and it was fucking cool. Like yeah. it was really cool. It's cool that you guys played there for sure. Remember the Eagles Lodge? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Played there a few times. Yeah, it yeah. kind of transitioned from this place to the Eagles Lodge to the, out there at a Lizard Lounge. Got became to the big point, place a, for a long a point, time, yeah. and then you know Elbow Room and all that shit. That, well, I mean. Rock Island was and, yeah. 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 I know Noise and Groove and I was played Rock Island. Yeah. Rock of, Island, Silver Bullet. Yeah. Silver yeah. Bullet. Yeah. For we sure. actually so, practice at Silver Bullet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real, oh really? That's where oh, we yeah. practice now. Right now. Oh, nice. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Silver Bullet. Yeah. Damn. Is that bar? <laughs> that bar still open or what's? No, no, you, no, do you guys no. just rent it as a space to? Yeah. No. Oh, cool. That's awesome. awesome. Man. <laughs> That's awesome. When did that bar go under? Isn't? Oh, Ronnie bought it after that and it became the Chamber Room. Yeah, so I thought it, came, it reopened and was open for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that That's was what, 2000. Yeah. Man. So it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it had closed down and reopened quite a few times. So, yeah. so I'm 44, and I remember drinking with Ronnie True at Rock Island. Drinking <laughs> fucking Tawakas, because that was Ronnie. Drinking yeah. where it. You know? Tawakas. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember drinking with him at, like, <laughs> 15, 16 years old up at Rock Island, because I had a early... Mustache thing. Yeah, yeah I went and just worked <laughs> out well enough. When John Maria owned the, the, the bullet, I went in there. It was my 21st birthday, and I was like, Maria, it's my birthday. Give me a drink. She's yeah, how old are you? I said 21. She got pissed. Look, I've been serving you for five fucking years. <laughs> it's, it's always an, it's always an awkward moment when you're a regular at a bar and you turn 21. Well, yeah. she should have put, put it together when I went to school with her son. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know what I mean? But she was she was like, yeah, yeah we like the money. <laughs> I, I I drank at a place called the Magic well, Walk hey, forever. And look, in the nineties we got away with it. Like, yeah, 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 we didn't have social media busting yeah, we, everybody. Yeah, well, nobody was like out to get anybody. Yeah, like, that's to, it. That's it. Nobody's out to like cancel anybody. And I like, and I will say, yours, you know? I will say a little bit that cancel culture shit has died a little bit. Is that what you guys so. felt? I hope so. Because like, they're trying to yeah. figure out a bunch of other stuff now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're trying to figure out how trackers and know everything, so they, I feel like they already know it. That's the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out why AI already got us beat. Oh, so well, why we, we haven't talked about this yet on the show, and I want to oh, hear your shit. guys' right, opinion. So we <laughs> fast, we love you. We had the we real, would like we, to play there. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. We would like to. Well, I had a, uh, let's let's take let's talk a little shit too. Possible. I heard a couple uh, people that worked for Riverfest got fucked over. Pay them people their money. So let's move on from that. And uh, but the, they uh, did this. Uh, they did this uh, frog uh, poster or graphic. Oh, the the, the Riverfest mm-hmm. poster this year. There was yeah, a competition. There and there the almost always bank. is. Isn't there always a competition yeah, for it? For the yeah, 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 probably so. But almost every year. Emprise Bank put up four grand. To the winner. winner of this competition, and um, the guy basically said, "Yeah, I had AI. He had an AI generated photo. Concept, and then I just filled in some blanks over here. Oh, uh, that's cheating. A little bit. That's and, and it's a little bit of there nepotism. The guy worked for the the guy worked for the uh, Wichita Eagle formerly, and has done a lot of graphic work for the, like the people but that he have done. Should be it. ineligible. Exactly. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not. 
He is a That's citizen. Not how Wichita is, buddy. He's not a citizen. <laughs> He's technically a I've citizen of the Farley city. Did his but like, if there's a giveaway shirts, and you fucking work there, yeah, you don't get to be that. part of the giveaway, yeah. right? Right? That's my. Yeah, you thank you, sir. Rigged. For, thank no. you. Rigged. rigged. Well, I just gave that fucking schmo fourth grade. Anyway, highly suspect. And I will say that his AI rendition of what it came up with was not ugly or stupid or anything. It like was that. okay. It was okay. It was all right. Well, but there were computers aren't dumb. Yeah, they're not. When you just gotta type in frog pipe water this yeah. and you get an AI generated Hat, photo like come on sunglasses and and, and if anybody who's got a chance oh, it, oh. a Farley Charwell's uh, rendition <laughs> of this is so funny and it's available at tight wraps for $25 yeah you can get a shirt shirts <laughs> are being Trantham, yeah um, that's why I wanted to pimp up. this I yeah, wanted man. to pimp this so we could get to there I want uh, it. I Farley, want Farley's a, uh, a former guest of the show and a really fun artist here in town <laughs> and those are the type of people that like so to me what everybody was asking for okay this is the winner show us all the ones that lost like, show yeah. us the top 10. Like, they never do that. Like, give, why don't you maybe narrow it down to 10 and let the fucking public vote or some shit? I well, think and the only artist on the board was uh, the director for Brick Mob, um, mural, uh, mural Painters, Brick Mob is. Oh, is, is that? Yeah. Uh, so, so there was the director for Brick Mob. He was on the board. And after that, it's like kind of kind of some people that don't know art. I guess. Well, I mean, mean? you you don't always have to have the greatest. Sometimes you have to have some regular Joes that like like it or don't. You know, some you need some like objective opinions. We don't need everybody to like literally go through the art with with a fine tooth comb. But like at the point to where this was a contest for artists to compete. Yes, it should have been a little more. I, I'm telling you, I could have. I spotted that as AI pretty quick. Me too. Okay, well, you like, can tell by the way it, when when something like that has down. depth. Like AI has a depth to it that like you, it's very hard to create on page with pencils. But it's and also paper. very recognizable as AI. Yeah, it is. It is just and, like CGI movies are. Right. Just like CGI movies are super easy to pick out. Like you can see that they're getting better though. They are. They are. God, God damn every it. Every day they're getting better. God damn it. It's exponential. Like every every fucking. <laughs> Fucking cartoon. This, this yeah. is a goddamn. This is. I've been watching porn cartoons for twenty minutes. <laughs> hey, victimless crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Honestly, I mean, except for the well, the victims would be the porn stars that aren't getting paid for that. Maybe. I like your I angle. Think I, think I like your angle on that. Actually, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, and I feel bad about. Well, that. any any time, like the biggest thing that's going down right now from because uh, I listened to a, a director in. A, a, actor in Hollywood's podcast they're dealing with like how they're making fucking scripts and shit with like AI like the writers and the actors are getting cut out of shit like people aren't getting money for their creative that means we're going to be sitting through some shitty movies coming up somebody's been screaming for years to cancel AI to stop it before it starts I know dude we should have pulled the plug I mean we've literally made 10 movies about it (laughs) so they write a program in there how to stop it and it it, it ultimately backfires and goes against us yeah well like there's well you can tell you can you can Ask AI how AI would take over the world, and it'll give you the story. And you're like, "Holy shit! Okay, this is a little much." Have you seen Eagle Eye? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's I mean, that's that's the gist of it. It really is. That's a great, great movie, great poll. Hey, we shouldn't probably let AI know we know. Well, they're listening to us right now. Yeah. Our phones are all in here. They're watching us. Yeah. Subject. Everybody start laughing. <laughs> I, know, I love AI. Yay. Uh, yes, yes, now go look at all your Facebook ads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shit. AI art and AI this and AI that. Too late. Too late. But I would love them to be a little more uh, transparent on who entered what and where they're from and what their art is, because like that's kind of a. Uh, 
like was a cheat to win four thousand dollars. Any, man. even though it's, yeah. I've heard things, good things and bad about the Riverfest. It's, it's kind of like our biggest party inside the city limits every year, and any band or podcast or most people would be honored to be a part of it. So, like, don't, um, don't. Honestly, I think it's a huge, huge win for the city, man. Um, Financially. Well, well, no, and, and and musically, okay. That's a that's a huge music fest for fifteen fucking dollars. Yeah, that gets Nine lost in the days shuffle of nationally touring acts for fifteen for fifteen dollars. That gets lost well, in the shuffle let's sometimes. Break it down. That's that's a I mean, matter of your flavor, though. Well, well, the, well that's they that's tend true. to try that's to true. dip tiptoe into almost they every they flavor. They, they have can't, like a blues night. They have a. Uh, they don't. They don't. That's one that they kind of went away from a little bit. And that's fucking Wichita. Yeah, oh, they played a long time ago. Okay, so you you got a Dedo story about yeah. them ruining Riverfest? Oh, River Pass this man a mic. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> there, was tell- old, there was a big old mosh pit. There was a big mosh pit. They played a bunch of fuck you, fuck you, fuck you songs. And yeah, that was it. It didn't go very well. Like, you guys ain't yeah. coming back. I got pictures somewhere of me, me and Will Amos. So the right crowd got a little out of control. Yeah. Oh, it was a huge mosh pit right in the middle of downtown. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Badass. Well, I mean, that's what they—they they should have known. That's what they signed up for a little bit. They didn't know. <laughs> they that's didn't. Like, that's oh, just it. They're, they're, they're up and up and coming and stuff, and starting tour and going overseas and playing. They were like, yeah, we'll invite them to the Riverfest. That's just it. Told them to keep it cool. Nah. Well, I mean, come hey, on. You know, dude, dead orchestra. They're not gonna. They're gonna do their thing. Yeah, they did their thing. And that's my problem with I mean, watch a live show. That's what you're getting. What do you tell them or not? If you can see any live show that a band does, hey, you guys want to take it easy tonight. Look at whatever their last live show. That's what they're doing no matter what the fuck you said. (laughs) There were still 300 some odd people there. You know, in the middle of downtown. It was an afternoon daytime show. Oh, really? Yeah, so it wasn't even a feature. So they tore the the fucking uh, Riverfest apart during the day? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's way more epic. Yeah, to have like a, to have like close to a riot inciting fucking mosh pit during the day. Ain't no metalheads out there during the day watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you? Oh, so, so that's what it was. It was like moms and kids. Yeah, and, they were like, oh shit! Oh god! Oh my stroller! There my stroller! Oh, wow! Why would they? Why would they? See, there was this a lot is my of problem. There. The, the the people on the board that made those decisions they're so oh, far man. removed. They they don't understand. They just see popularity. That's well, all. They, they don't see. understand names, what names up. and shit. That's if they, they set you up for failure. It's not on you, man. Like they <laughs> fucked that up. They did that. That's the, that's that's their bad. So let's ask this question. This is a nice segue. As two heavy metal bands in this room, <clears throat> what do you guys feel about mosh pit? Like, do you uh, like to see it? You like uh, to? Is yeah. that is that part of the tradition? I, really yeah. I get out in there play my guitars. They if people are just standing around. They're getting into it, but they just ain't got the energy. I'll go plow right into them. Really? And I hope <laughs> they don't fuck my guitar up. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and I hope I don't hurt anybody. Yeah, and then when they get too crazy, start kicking mic stands around. You got a pretty pointy guitar, yeah. Well, not really. I play Les Paul. Oh, Les Paul. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm the only one that got mic stand kicked in. It was Chris Teague for kicking the mic stand into me. So, so I went to school with Chris Teague. I'm sorry. I got, I got a picture. <laughs> oh, Chris. I got a picture of me, Chris Teague, and my current husband on the same page of the yearbook in sixth grade. That's funny. Yeah, man. I'll have to dig it up. I'll dig it up for you. Nice. So you guys are into having mosh pits. I like I like when mosh pits are in the in the everybody that's in them is having fun and being safe with the people. Yeah, that's that's you gotta pick them up. It has to be that way. There's rules. There's yeah. Rules. What's your rules? Can we hear your rules? If you see anybody fall, you pick 
Pick get them up, up instantly. Them up. Get them up. You see and anybody hurt, you got to get them to the side as quick as you can. Yeah. And if they're being a douche, punch them in the mouth. Well, and you, and you need the and most people forget Training. that the people on the edge of the mosh pit is also part of the mosh pit. You got to keep them people up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay attention to what the fuck's going on. You can't be this guy watching the crowd and the mosh pit's just hitting the fucking side of the face. We all finna fall over together. You got to stand there and you know be the ring, be the ring to this. Hey, keep it in there and not. And yeah, people don't want to be. I'm not gonna lie, I've had a bunch of fun. I'm not into the whole karate kick thing. Oh my god, dude! I'm not into the. I'm not into the big stomping and swinging hands. Oh, the guys that swing hands, oh. fuck you, man. There's Put been your some fucking hands shows down. Here, that we had to shut down, man, because these these guys are seriously going out. They're knocking teeth out. They're of trying to hurt people. You can't come in with this big stomp and swing. You've seen these guys. You've seen those guys. They're like doing this like weird march shit. Like, bro, that's not how this works. I saw a guy jump up and kick this kid. In the Crowd chest. kill? Yeah, two, you're right. Two, yeah, it's like, well, come on. Yeah. I, I think moshing is a really, really fun thing that metal brings if it's, like you said, followed. The rule, the, the rules of etiquette are followed. Let's have some respect. Yeah, you got to have, have some respect. Because it's supposed to be fun. Wanted, it's supposed to be fun. The dicks out right away yeah, you do. You got, well, that's that's on security. And, I, and I'm going to and I'm gonna give a little bit of credit um, to the Cotillion security. They have been very TNA, good over the years. They have been o- they're very good over the years at spotting that giant asshole yep. that's there to whoop people's ass instead of just have fun. Yep. Like, fuck that guy. That they, guy that's there to beat people up. They, they oh, they do. They did. In. And they do a good job there. I would say the Cotillion's one of the better places security-wise here in town. Yeah, Troy's a good friend of mine. Yep. They're good. They do. Yeah. They, Troy they, was the one I was talking they're, to. They're the one, yeah, Troy's the one I, yeah. that I know. And, I, and, 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 of course, Matt Stevenson hires oh, them, man, and they do they do a great job there. It's hard to complain about anything that goes on at the Cotillion for the most part. And they do a good job at like making sure that fucking guy's not there because I've sw- more hardcore shows though. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean that can be said everywhere. I mean, hey, for the most know, part. Um, it's, not, it's dying, man. Well, look, and look, I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see any genre of music lose uh, of, of a platform. I don't want to see this happen either. But uh, like, uh, I, I played the Cotillion fairly recently, and and Alex is an old friend of mine. We played No Field together, so 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 he comes back and he's talking to us and. Uh, he says that the country shows are his favorite shows because they leave oh. everything nice. They take care of shit. <laughs> he goes, when I have these hardcore bands, they fucking trash the place. Hip hop shows do the same shit. They trash the place. They, the hip hop shows do the same shit too. Off. Both of them do. He, go, he goes, my green rooms are fucked up. He's like, it costs. The me toilets money. are fucked up in the bathroom. Guys, every time, every time your fucking band comes in and trashes the place, it costs money. And let's say, and, and let's and say you're the not going to get booked next time. And say that to the crowds of these people you too. Know. Remember, don't go in there and fuck the bathrooms up, and don't go in there and break shit because that makes it hard. If you love the kind of music that's there, this is what's happening. Don't though. tear shit up because now we can't. Do, like happening. you said, we can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's like five dum dums that ruin a bunch of shit. And, that's, right. I mean, and, 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 that, and that's real. That's real. And a lot of times it's not the crowd. It's always five dum-dums that we, ruin a bunch of shit. We all know the metal scene around here, and the metal scene is pretty fucking tight and pretty respectful, to be honest with the you. The metal scene is yeah. what now, came together for my daughter. Man. Really? Do you understand? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, is your daughter playing music? No. She had a cancer what, eight years ago, six years ago. Okay. And they came together and did a benefit for her. That's they, awesome. They were able to, we were able to drive back and forth to Houston, Texas, and have hotel money and all that because I never really. afford it because yeah I, I w- you, just on that note literally the metal scene comes through for benefit shows more than anything else yes, they really do time, like when somebody's time. when when any, any somebody dies suddenly or somebody has some sickness in their family or something's going on with a band member like those shows there's there's one of those a month or every other month for the most part here in this town and I I love that part of it which is too bad 
Well, I mean, there's a, well people well, always yeah, need some. Sucks, people always need some help, cool. and if you know a lot of people, unfortunately. People are gonna pass, and shit's gonna happen. The more the more you know, the more heartbreak you're exposed. And to. the older you get, yeah, and the older yeah, you get yeah. too. The more the more that we live, you know, the, 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 it goes. But and it's you, nice. That, that just shows you the metal scene's not just a scene; it's family. It is. Yeah. It we, is. We look out is. for each other. But yeah. but what I'm saying is that those <coughs> outlying couple cases, they can fuck some shit up for you. Oh yeah, real yeah. fast. Yeah. Well, especially if it's the a small venue awesome. and, and one person like costs that venue a shitload of money, they're like, all right, well, fuck yeah. this. You know, mm-hmm. one one shit band that's not even that you guys don't even know could ruin that fucking for everybody. I mean, because you then you, I mean I knew and usually they'll get handled. Well, yeah. <laughs> and and then and then there's a then there's a handful of fucking uh, uh, venues in town that will always support heavy music. The Barleycorns uh, and a few of the others will always will always be staples. Uh oh, yeah. careful. <laughs> so yeah, as, like as, genie. Owner, owner of the Cowboy. It took me yeah. when she had the stadium, almost two years to talk her into letting us play there. I tell her, just, you can go ask anybody around town, to ask about us. You know, or you'll have, you'll make money. And she finally let us play. You there. guys always bring a crowd. And then I think it was our first show was with Gulch. Did we play, bring Gulch? I with think us? so. And we packed it out, sold out, yeah. literally sold they, out. They every sold beer out a beer. They had to and run I, and go get more yeah. beer. I said, well, can we play? <laughs> we can play again. She says, whenever you want. Tomorrow? What are you guys doing tomorrow? Yeah. Well, I mean, but it took two years to get her to fucking finally let him out because she's heard so many bad things about the metal scene. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot too. Especially, I mean, especially for the small venue, you guys got a big five piece setup. You guys got a fucking drum set that's out of this fucking world. I mean, you guys got a lot of gear and a lot. Five dicks to go in there and tear shit up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and you guys, well, you guys tear shit up respectively. Man, you guys, you guys go in there and like you guys. Anybody no. who hasn't seen odds against guys, they put on a fucking show. What it is, you guys amp people up. Yeah, I mean, people are excited, man. People are now like charged. We come in there for that charge. You and you understand? guys, and you guys, like, for me, are like are one of the funner metal bands in town. So I've seen you with Jason, and I've seen her once with with uh, Smashley. Like you guys have a good vibe. It's not like it's that's what I'm talking. It's about. not like this mean, aggressive like that's the charge shitty that's vibe. The charge. It's the, that's that's what works, and I think that's why you guys always have a following for the most part. So. I mean, I, I mean, it really is. A, it's a good vibe, man. It works, and I really like the new set you guys got going now with her. It's really. I thought it's it was my cool. magnetic personality. It is. <laughs> you believe it? People <laughs> like you more than you think. <laughs> let's, uh, oh no, let's I know better. Let's, let's <laughs> run with that. Oh bullshit! Yeah. Believe it or not, you, you, everybody's trying to win you over. That's Glowing ray of sunshine. <laughs> if I'm talking to you, you already won. Yeah, exactly. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel. like. So as we as we wind this down, what's where can we find everything odds against and contact if you want to pimp that stuff? Where can we where can we find your merch? Where can we find your social media pages? Where can we find your music? Like give give the people what they want. <laughs> Everything's on Facebook. Um, you'll find uh, odds against on Facebook and contact. All of our links. Uh, all our links are on there. Uh, I'm. Not sure about contact, but I, contact I, you have to search on Spotify. Contact violence solves everything. How's it spelled? C o n t a c t. Okay. And violence solves everything is the name of our album, and it's that's the it'll pull right up. All right, so there's so there is a there's an there's an album on of contact on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And odds against was on everything. Right. And and I will so. tell you I I will tell you um it, I found everything super easy through their Facebook page. Go to their Facebook page. They have links to their website. They have links to all of their music. They have links to like a bios and stuff. They have a really nice setup and all that. The only thing I wanted you to print more a little more. Where can we find your merch? Where can we get that? That's where we're lacking. Uh, so you have, you have to come to a show. <laughs> okay, so, or okay. or hit us up. We'll I mean, 
Yeah, we'll, yeah, oh, yeah. well, message, would you be the one, be the best? Yeah. Or, do, or can you just message odds against and you probably yeah, are the one that yeah. checks it? So we don't want people sending you to your fucking normal one. People get I mean, it. I'll probably be the one handling it, but, yeah, but you uh, can go to the odds against Yeah, page. message, you can message <laughs> the odds against uh, Facebook page if you're looking for merch outside of their shows, but if you want to, you can. they always got merch with their shows, so make sure that that's the best way to support you a new band. Yeah, yeah, you guys are always good with the merch. Multiple yeah. shirts, multiple shirts. You Try got, to keep up with Gene Simmons. And you usually got fat guy shirts, too, which is always nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we really appreciate it. So make sure that you get out and support everything with Odds Against and Contact as well. Yep. So it's nice to learn about that band. So. Yep. And so that one we can only find on Spotify, the one album. Do they have a page or anything yet? Or? That I don't. I'm not There's on a page that, that I haven't maintained <laughs> since Chris passed. Yeah. So it's kind of a coming back thing. Well, no, it's been going. It's just... Kind of on the back burner. No, I won't say the back it's burner. It's a side chick. Chris was <laughs> well. Chris, Chris was a previous singer who who passed in a motorcycle accident. No, that's and that's how I came in. I, I was just odds against. And Contact started back up because Greg took a second shift job, and, and we yeah. got bored. And we were just, you know, was <laughs> you lacking a little bit. And they and were yeah, when you guys had some other creative <laughs> outlets you wanted to fucking well, fulfill. Like, well, that's usually what happened. Yeah. We had a bunch of music. Dave. What's funny is that's that's why they got Contact go- back going. But me being me, that wasn't enough for me, so I ended up playing bass for JWL for about four and a half years. Happens. <laughs> oh, John Woodson's leg? Yes. Yeah. And doing oh, Are you still in yeah, that band? Yeah, and doing Are you still in that band? No. Well. Is that band still a thing? I, 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 I quit yeah, that band right. about, was it a year or two ago? But I still, still get up rolling. and do shows with them every once in a while. Oh, okay. As always, it's like an ever-evolving band in this town, that seems like. <laughs> Dustin's great, man. I love, I love, yeah. I love Who's Dustin. singing for them now? They haven't seen it again? Uh, because when you were doing it, they were uh, acoustic only, right? No, uh, Ricky was singing. Because at and one then, point, they didn't have a singer at yeah, all. Yeah, Ricky left, and then we didn't have a singer. Uh, we wow. tried okay. a guy out, and then that's when I ended up leaving. And that's... I was I was in only odds against for about a month, and then they talked me into doing contact. So Nice. <laughs> well, nice. I like that you guys got a nice community of fucking friends and a couple cool fucking bands out of it, dude. That's, oh, that's yeah. always good to see. I like to see a good fucking... Like core nucleus staying together for like you guys have been if doing you this can't for, tell, we you do. guys have been doing this. We before. don't like to stand yeah, still. Him and I've been playing together since the nineties. See, I mean that's 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 hard to be, man, and that shows on stage. Yeah. It shows on stage when you guys are up there. It really does. So check out everything odds against guys, and check out everything Aaron and Austin show, and we will fucking love you. Cheers, yeah. Kansas hardcore. The Aaron and Austin show is brought to you by Slow Coast Media, Wichita by EV, Sacred Leaf, PK Pest Management, Jealous Kitchen, and Diver Jam.